hello and welcome to another episode of Who Knew in the Moment, the podcast. Today, I am honored to have Pablo Andres Pozo with me, and he is a phenomenal artist, and I can't wait to share with you some of the work he originally started doing, some of the new stuff that he is doing. Uh, but something that I think you'll find interesting is this has always been a passion of his. And so uh, from a very young age, he's been working on his craft to get where he's at today. So Pablo, thanks so much for being on. Uh, thank you, Frederick, for the invite. Glad to be here. You betcha. So talking about your story, um, you're not originally from the United States. You were born in Ecuador. So talk a little bit about just, you know, growing up in Ecuador and what, what that's meant to you and, and how you were raised. Um, yeah, uh, I was uh, lucky to, um, to have uh, a parents that were very dedicated to me as a, as a child. They spent lots of time with me. Uh, I remember, you know, playing, uh, going into, into the woods uh, uh, as a kid. And uh, also, um, they, they got me a lot of toys. <laughs> I, so I had a lot of toys to play when I was a kid. And, uh, and I, I got a great time. Like, my childhood is like my best memories I have. And uh, I think that a lot of my art comes from that. And um, also, I remember um, when I was like six years old, um, my parents got me the, the Super Nintendo, the, the SNES. Yeah, it was like a hit in the state, and I was like, wow. And when, when I connected it to, to when I connected and I started playing, it was like, wow, I was blown away because, <laughs> you know, I could with a controller control a character, you know, in a world, and, and, and there was music in the background, and it, it made a huge impact on me. Uh, I have a, I have to mention that I I was always attracted to drawing. Yes. So I was the kid like that was drawing for my friends in, in the classroom. Yeah. So yeah. I have lots of memories, you know, drawing and being like in uh, surrounded by my friends, like showing my drawings, yeah. and we had such a great time because I made them, you know, play with my drawings in a way like taking decisions and. Uh, it was kind of a, to solve in something in my drawings. And all my friends are like, um, they always remember that. And they always were telling me, uh, you have to be an artist. And, uh, and they are happy for me now because it was like something that uh, I always loved since I was a kid. Um, so I think like all these, um, this attention from my parents, the toys, you know, the Super Nintendo, my, my family and my friends, they made me, you know, like a, like a very happy childhood. Yes. Uh, and I, I always run after school to draw and I spend, you know, hours drawing, uh, everything that I could imagine. And um, those are like my best memories. Yeah. Well, so something I want to highlight there, and uh, you, you mentioned that when you started drawing, you were almost like creating your own worlds and your drawings. And uh, it was just, you know, your time to do that. So talk a little bit about the creativity and imagination that comes from being a young kiddo and starting to draw. Um, so I always was attracted into characters, into stories, into what was happening. And uh, I remember, you know, for example, watching a cartoon and then go to draw what I, what I remember from it. Yeah. Sometimes... I draw the same characters, sometimes the same characters or sometimes my own characters. But uh, I imagine in my mind, like um, if those words were real, you know, as a yeah. kid, like, like for example, a cartoon into in the city, you know, in the city, in the sea words, whatever. 
So yeah. I create a world under the city. And uh, I have uh, memories of my paint, of my drawings being like, like worlds. Yeah. Like for example, uh, underwater world, or it, it could be, you know, like, like a sky world, like a city world. Yeah. And I remember just, you know, drawing and being very meticulous with, with details. Mm. I, I was like taking my time to do the details and I just had such a great time and I love it. <laughs> Uh, until now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So as you're growing and developing your skills, um, you know, obviously in like school, you know, you've got an art class, but was there ever a mentor for you in your younger years that really, you know, took you alongside them and helped you own that craft? Or was it purely just spending hours and hours practicing that helped you get better at it? Um, well, in my free time, I just draw because uh, I like it too. But yeah. uh, my parents, took me to, I had a mentor, which, which was my, I, ha, I was lucky because my, my uh, art teacher, he was very open-minded. And, and I remember he, for example, in the class, he told us a story and he was like, okay, draw something about this story. Yeah. What, uh, draw the main character, draw what you imagine. He was not telling us like, you have to draw like that. You mm. have to draw this perfect. This has to be this. This is bigger. You you can't do it, because I know a lot of teachers are like that, and yeah. that I I think it could block uh, an, a kid, you know, creativity and a kid uh, a kid's confidence in what he's drawing. So yeah, I was lucky with this teacher. Then I I, I took classes with him, like after school. Yeah. So I remember going there, but he was like oh, very open minded. He was like, okay, let's draw, you know, a forest with that, and and he like leave me there. And I started with uh, uh, watercolors, wow. with watercolors on paper. And uh, I spent, you know, like two, three hours in, in the afternoons painting watercolors. And he used me to correct me as well, like telling me, okay, you could do this better. But very, very, you know, very um, always supporting my, my kind of my style. Yeah. So he was not telling me like, this has to be like that. He was more like, you could maybe try this like that. And, uh, so that helped. And then I took also classes uh, of um, painting bodegons, which was like, like real painting with uh, graphics uh, and pencils. Yeah. And, and I start uh, playing, you know, with light and shadow. This is when I was, you know, like 10, 10 years old, I think. Yeah. And uh, I think all is, uh, it has uh, helped me a lot to, to achieve uh, my style. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So I, I want to highlight what you just talked about there. And that is, you know, having an environment where you felt supported, even if you messed up. And I'm putting messed up in quotes because you made it sound, you know, hey, it was very free flowing. It wasn't very, hey, you have to do it this way, but hey, do it your way. And then I'll give you some, some feedback on that. So talk just a little bit about, you know, having that environment where you knew it was okay to not be perfect, but you were going to get support and supportive feedback from somebody that you respected. Um, well, as a kid, what I remember is that I didn't care what the, anybody thought about what I was drawing. I just drew it and uh, <laughs> I didn't care. Like it was, if it was good or bad, but I knew it was good because my friend liked it. Yeah. Uh, and I, I knew it was good also because people were like staring at my drawing and saying, oh, this is creative or oh, I never seen something like this. And 
and uh, but I I was you know confident as as a child as everybody as any child is when he's you know drawing. Yeah. So that's why I think the early years in education have to be, you know, supportive because every kid is different, every yep. style is different. And I think like uh, it's good, you know, to let the kid um, draw freely to explore who he who he is, how he draws. So I was lucky because I didn't have somebody to tell me, oh, this is wrong. You have to to learn how to draw hands. Um, so yeah, that, that let me just explore more of, I mean, go like uh, deeper, not only into draw good, but into creativity to yeah. explore, you know, new worlds, new environments, play yeah. with colors. So I'm very um, happy because this happened in my early years. Yes. Mm -hmm. So talking about exploring new worlds, um, you one day are sitting in a, I think it's a history class, and you start drawing a car that arrives at a circus. So talk about that and just what that drawing is and why it was pivotal for you. Okay, so something interesting about my, my story is that when I was a kid, I used to draw a lot, but then I stopped drawing ah. because there's, because here in Ecuador, uh, or I think in all the world, like parents don't want the kids to be artists. I mean, that was before. Now, now that there is the NFT, I mean, a lot of artists are gonna are gonna emerge. I'm for yeah. I'm sure. But uh, back in the '90s, you know, my parents come from a more conservative. They are very conservative, so they are like, um, okay, you have to to see, like, to to study, to you know, to get hired, to have a family. Um, so I was raised like that. Yeah. And, and I stopped drawing because I thought to myself, okay, this is not going to work. Like, I'm not going to make money. Like, the guys that make it to cartoons, they are, you know, in the States. And uh, maybe, I mean, I thought I, I thought it, it was, like, impossible in a way. Uh, so I stopped drawing. And um, I entered to architecture studies, uh, okay. which I think is very important because I learned a lot. I learned about geometry, perspective how to draw, you know, deep, uh, how to draw something inside something, you know, because I was drawing, you know, planes about buildings, what is inside the building, what is uh, behind that wall. Uh, so I was three years in architecture. Then it was the time when I was feeling uh, like I was feeling uh, stressed. Uh, I was not happy with, by, with myself because all my friends were, you know, like very focused in architecture, you know, like passionate. And I was like, I don't really enjoy this. I was questioning myself. And then I was, it was when I was 23 years old, I remember I decided to quit, to quit architecture. So it was not an easy decision because all my friends were already graduating. Yeah. And I was more than half into the career, but, but it was, I thought to myself, like, how did, I don't see me as an architect. 10 years in 10 years yeah yeah so i was like i was like no i have to i have to do something else and, and i was okay what should i do and i i remember thinking like about it and i was like what i love to do as a kid and it was very easy it was like drawing yeah. i always was a good drawer you know like man should i should i go like should i take you know art classes and just go all all in and something in my gut told me like that was the right choice yeah and, 
And even my family, nobody supported me at the beginning. I had to make that choice. I mean, yeah. I was like, okay, I don't want to, you know, to, to get into a point in my life and regret and say like, okay, I, I could be doing that, but, but I didn't. Yeah. So I said, okay, it's better later than never. Yeah. I took the decision. I traveled to Buenos Aires, Argentina and study and started illustration. And I was so happy because it was drawing. It was creating what I what yeah. I like. It was, you know, stories, creating characters. It was not easy at the beginning because I haven't drawn in 10 years. Yeah. So my skills were like, like not so good, but but I had so much passion, you know? Yeah. And that's when that day came. So I was in history class and I was, you know, thinking about my childhood. Yeah. Like listening to history, but thinking about my childhood. And, and I was wondering what, style of drawing could i could i do because i wanted to create a world like i like i used to in my childhood yeah so i was in thinking but i don't know how to start a world like like how how can i start like something like this and i was like damn it and and i was sketching and suddenly this came to my mind a circus with an underground world yeah where there was a giant monkey in the in the caves and I was like, wow, like, like, like really? And I, I was like, I just drew it. I just drew it, like, very fast. I still have that drawing. And yeah. I drew it very, very fast. Like, like, I didn't care how it looked. And, and I was like, wow, I like this. This is kind of my childhood drawings. Yeah. And then I ran, I ran to my apartment. I ran to my apartment. And then I, um, I start finishing the idea. It took me all night long. And I, I managed to, to finish all the drawing. Which later is 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 a really nice painting I I did my first world that is called the circus, which is a, a giant painting uh, that uh, depicts um, a circus with uh, yeah with another world where all the characters live and they emerge to the to the circus to to do their show but they live underground yeah and also when I was you know painting this. Uh, a story came about this clown that uh, leaves his circus to travel the world and discover who he is. So that painting has that story in there. It's an interactive work as well, where you can play with the paintings. Yeah. You have to, as a spectator, you have to find hidden characters. I'm sorry, yeah. hidden objects. Yeah. Hidden in the paintings. So it reconnected with my childhood as well. And that was the the beginning of, of my career as well. That painting was what started my career. And oh. I, I believe that painting also uh, make my, my skills grow a, a lot because I, it took me five years to finish that. that wow. <laughs> yeah. So, so I want to rewind a little bit and then bring, a, bring to that point. So you mentioned, you know, hey, I, I was in this moment and I felt compelled to go and do the art route, even though I was already in architecture. My friends weren't necessarily super supportive of it. My family definitely wasn't. So there, somebody listening to this is in that same moment, right? They know what they're doing isn't the right thing. They feel I need to be making a different choice, but because they're influenced by certain people in their life, they're not making that choice. What feedback or what, you know, words would you give somebody that finds himself in a very similar spot as Pablo was transitioning from architecture to art? Hey, I always 
I always say the same, like you have to believe in yourself and go for it. It doesn't matter your age, doesn't matter where you are right now, if you have a job, yeah. whatever. I mean, if you can do it, if you can support yourself, uh, I mean, if you have, you know, you can leave and take that decision to, to go for what you love, is the best decision ever because it, it also will, you know, make you reconnect with who you are. It will, you, it, it will make you live in symphony with, with who you really are. And I, I believe like the end of the, like the, the goal of living is to find your purpose and, and just enjoy it, you know, and, and be free. Like, like all, all animals in the universe, all animals in the world, they have their purpose. They, they live their life, they do their, their stuff. Everything is different, but they do their stuff. And, and I believe humans, we also are born with, with something that, that tell us what is our way. Yeah. Uh, and most of times people, you know, because of their parents, because of money, they take other ways, but they will always sometime want to return to, to who they really are. And, and I always say, if you're thinking what I thought so many years ago, take the decision. It'll be the best because it's not going to be easy. I mean, yes. it's going to be hard, but when you work hard for something that you love or you have passion, you, you're going to make it because at the end, people will notice, you know, that you, you have passion for what you do. You, you contact this good energy as well yep. with other people. And I believe a lot in energy. So I believe like if you're doing what you love, the good energy will attract positive things for, to your life. So yeah, Boom. go for it and don't think twice, like go for it. Doesn't matter if, uh, if your family gets mad, whatever is the best choice. Follow your gut, you know, your your dreams. Yeah. Uh, whoever's listening, rewind this one minute or a minute and a half and listen to what Pablo just said on loop for a little bit. That's so good. So I think, because I think something that you, you know, hinted at and, and it's true is if you're doing something you're passionate about, you're going to go very hard at that, right? It's not as if you're just going to, eh, I'll try it and paint, you know, or draw once every couple of weeks. It's like, no, this is what I'm doing now. And when you're passionate about it, you're more bought in. Totally. That's, um, yeah, that's what I believe. And that's what I also, I, I read about it, I have to say, because yeah. when I was taking the decision, all the people that I asked, they were telling me, no, you have to finish. You have yeah. to finish. What are you doing? You're crazy. Yeah. And I'm like, really? <laughs> Shit, like, why, why am I feeling that? Then yeah. I was like, I, I took some books about, you know, spiritual guidance, like, like going into who you are. Yeah. And all the books said the same, all the books. Like you have to find what, what you have inside of you to share with others yeah so so when i was reading this i was okay these guys that wrote this they have much experience that the people are telling me to to continue with with architecture and and based on those books i was like okay now these books you know confirm what i'm feeling yeah. so i just you know follow follow what the what was uh, saying also these these books of you know of the spiritual journey yeah mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah, a good piece of advice that I was given once uh, by a mentor is if you don't, if the person doesn't have to live or deal with the results of the decision, their voice shouldn't be nearly as impactful as your voice is, right? So that's exactly. Good. exactly. And it's always your own voice because yes. what you do is for you also. Yep. Nobody knows what you feel and nobody will care. I mean, what decision you take at the end, you are the one who's going to suffer 
or you're the one who's gonna enjoy your life you know That's people so may, may want i mean your parents want the best for you but at the end it's your choice which is gonna make you happy for real you know yeah well and i think sometimes uh when they say they want the best for you sometimes uh and i would say my parents are probably guilty of this sometimes <laughs> that that means they want to you to take the safest route right because they don't want anything bad to happen to you and as you and i know uh the greatest things don't come from the safe route the greatest things come from outside of what is safe or what is comfortable to us that's true it's uh i believe that's true and that uh, it's not easy but as soon as you start making those steps because everything is a step by step you yeah. start doing those steps and the life you, put the right person near to you it's it's crazy how it works but i'm sure in my experience for example when i went to buenos aires i met like uh, amazing people yeah. that have supported me for example i i met this uh, poker player he was like kind of famous he is he has won like uh, he has won like some poker rings okay and, yeah. he, and he inspired me because i was like okay my friend he is playing las vegas and he's traveling the world playing poker why cannot be I a successful artist? Yeah, and we and we traveled uh, around my country. She came visit. She's from the states, and uh, we had like a great time. And he introduced me to other friends that that were like different from my uh, town friends. Yeah, and we're like they opened me, you know, like my mind. Like I was like, okay, I, I know people that that you know that are different. That uh, they they do their stuff. They speak like different languages. They have different skills. I like that. I like yeah. this of going outside of your of your comfort zone. It opens yeah. you to meet different people. <laughs> yes, that's so good. So coming back to it, took me five years <laughs> to complete this one piece. Um, you know, your your artwork, and we're going to include this in the show notes, and I'll have a clip that I'll post for social. It's very detailed. Um, and there's a lot that goes on. So as you're creating artwork, do you go in having any idea of this is what I think I'm going to start doing for an art piece? Or do you really just kind of sit down with a blank canvas and uh, just see where it goes? Um, my way of creating is always first in my mind, then I sketch all the idea. It's not that I start in details yeah. and then start growing. No, it's the whole, the whole artwork first, everything on my mind, yeah. and then I go to the details. So I would say it is from macro to micro. Yes. So I always start with the, with the concept ideas of everything. I know where everything is going to be. Uh, and then I start uh, painting the details. And when I start in the details, smaller things uh, happen, you know, because naturally as you start painting, different small things are going to appear. But those things are secondary. The main, the main stuff is already sketches, sketched. So yeah. that's how i compose like these big paintings and and everything pretty much from the everything from the macro then i go to details yes um and about the the painting the five years that was interesting because the painting was finished after one year like the, the artwork but my skills were always improving ah, so, yeah. so what happened was like for example this is the painting and I started in the in some area, right? And yeah. when I finished, some area was more, you know, better painted than the other. And I was like, okay, I have to even out. And I went, I even out, I was getting better, and, and that was better than the other. 
was like, damn. <laughs> so then I start, you know, going back and forward to everything. And and one day I say like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do like a remaster of this painting, like yeah. to all use all my skills and make this this painting that I did like uh, without so many skills, like do it the best I can. Yep. That was my idea, and it took me five years to to finish the way I I I, I envision it. I wanted to to give a life to it. So it took me five years. A lot of people were telling me, okay, you're working too much in one piece. But but I was like, it's not yet finished. Like I, I imagine this piece like uh, in a way and I want to, I don't care if it takes me 10 years. I just want to, to make it as I imagine it. The good thing about this is that after I finished it, I was a much better artist. Yeah. So it was like my, like my masterclass. In yes. Those, in, that painting because I made a lot of mistakes. I was, you know, working with light and shadow, working how how it can look, how colors can look better without saturating them. So there was a lot of experience in that. And I was the only, my only critic because I saw the painting and I'm like, okay, no, this is too too dark. This is too saturated. Yeah. So it was like a self-trained that yeah. right now I, I see why it was, what the purpose of that was. So right now I feel very comfortable, uh, like painting scenes, whether it's a dark scene or a light scene, and playing with light in a in a good way. So, so yeah, I'm happy. It took me that time to to understand better light and shadow. That's amazing. So, as you're starting this as a career and as a business, you know, was there any one piece that when you sold it, you you felt like, all right, that like this can be a business, this can be my career, or was there a certain art show you put on, or a request from somebody to make a piece that you're like, all right, this gives me that validation from the outside that what I'm doing has monetary value to someone else. Talk a little bit about that in the early parts of your career. Yes. That was that would be well all my paintings, small ones, they were they were telling something and people were connected. But when I did the circus, like uh, people love it. Like uh, yeah. like um, like I was like, wow, this is the way. Like people really are engaging with my painting because I did a, a show in 2017 in my city, and it's called Loja in Loja, Ecuador. And what happened is that people, and not only adults, but kids stayed in the gallery, you know, for three, four hours. So it doesn't happen anywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> they were staying there to complete all the challenges that uh. I did there. Like, like nobody would leave until they finish the challenges. And when I saw like all the people interacting, having fun, you know, with the challenges, like telling me, wow, like, uh, like this is crazy. I was like, okay, I'm in the good track because people are connecting with with this idea of of a world inside a world of an underworld and a and a circus of of these characters doing their stuff of the yeah. story behind. So when I did this that show that which was a success, uh, I didn't sell, I didn't sell so many. I sell, but not so much. But I didn't care about that. What I cared was about people, you know, engaging. And people taking the time to, to finish my challenges and getting, you know, in contact and, and kind of uh, uh, identifying with my characters. So after that show, I was, you know, very happy. Uh, and I was like, okay, this has potential. And if I take this idea to the world, it may work. And I, it, may be, it may 
put me in a position of, of sharing my work and, you know, and sharing this, this connection with your inner child with, with more people, which is the end of my art. The, my objective and my vision is always to, to take out this, this inner child part of, which is inside of all of us. Uh, to help us reconnect with that and in the way in a way help us reconnect with with who we, re we really are because at the end i believe that the inner child has a lot of of what we are we were you know as a kid you know open-minded uh, living the moment uh and as a kid you you don't judge i like yeah. that you don't judge yeah. you you're free you, you are yourself you are creative and um, I want to take that part of us that um, we all have. That's so good. Yeah. And I, I love how you highlighted, if I had only been focused on sales, I may or may not have been excited about the way this event went, but because I was focused on the connectivity of the people to what I had produced, I, I was ecstatic, right? Because I had just watched people spend three hours <laughs> looking at my artwork and most people don't spend three hours observing. Artwork. Oh yeah, totally. That was crazy. And, and I think that's good, you know, to... Not think about the money, but think about the benefit that your art can do to the people. If you do that, the, the rest will come. That's, it's, so uh, good. that's how life works. That's so that's good. Deep. I love it. So as the world progresses, though, there's this new form of art that gets created called an NFT. And Pablo says, well, if I'm good at making ordinary art, maybe I can make something uh, with an NFT of art. And so you've had at least one of your pieces go extremely viral in the social world. So talk about how you got introduced to that idea of the, the NFT and just creating that first one. I'm sure there was a lot of a learning curve there for you. Hey, Frederick, I can't listen. Is that uh, something? Let me see. Can you listen to me? Yep, I hear you. Okay, yeah, it's a connectivity problem. All right, oh. so the NFT. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was in digital painting since uh, 2016, 17, where I, when I did my first show. Yeah. Then I, I, I were uh, selling prints and um, moving into that market, but I always wanted not my paintings to be just just one print but to frame them and to treat them like like real art pieces i always yeah. was focused on that into have you know my my prints very nice framed uh in your living room in any place and um, and treat it like a fine art piece not just like a like a, um you know um, like any print i was very i i didn't sell it you know um, like in uh, how can i say like massive I didn't yeah. do mass selling because I was not into it. I was more, you know, for collectors. Yep. So because I like people to, to know me and to have this kind of connection so that they can own a piece of me, of my paintings. And then what happened is that people, this NFT appeared. A lot of friends were telling me like, hey, check this out. This is new and maybe you can get in. Uh, you have to do it. And I, at the beginning, I was like, oh, no, this is not for me. Like, I don't understand. Like, this too yeah. complex. But then I saw this monkey or, or something figure like selling for millions. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> I have to get in there. Yeah. I have to get in there because at the end, yeah, it's, um, it's good also to, um, to, um, to make people. I think the good thing about NFT is that people can collect 
your work. Correct. So I, was, oh, I was reading about NFT and I was like, okay, people can collect parts of my work and, and I could do like a project of collectors with, you know, with a future that could be more than just a painting or a digital art, but, you know, an, an experience, like yeah. a real experience in, in 3D in, uh, in the metaverse. Yeah. Like I thought that, I imagined that and I was like, yeah, I, I like this. And, uh, but I didn't want to put my circus as an NFT project, not, not at the beginning. I wanted to do something new, like to start fresh. Yeah. So like, I was like, okay, I want to do an NFT project, but I want to start fresh with a new concept. Um, the same as circus. I was in, my, in, my, in the table of, uh, of my house. Like I did, like, what should I draw? Yeah. And then I, I started drawing like a car, like a car. I'm like, okay. And, and then this car was, was in, in this city that was invited by aliens. And then this was into, you know, into um, like a bubble. It was taken by a giant gnome that was eating it into a fishbowl in a food, in a table of food. Yes. So it started, you know, it started like developing by itself. I was like, wow, like this is it, like this is different. And this goes, this is like a new concept for me because I was painting worlds that have worlds inside. Yes. And a trip into, into inside, into the deepness to see what is inside. And the good thing about NFTs is that I can play with digital paintings yes. uh, different than a print because a print is just what you see, you print it and yeah, it's very nice. But in digital, you can play, you can create experiences, digital yes. work that, for example, the Zoom in experience. I'm like, wow, this is it. And, and, and the crazy thing is that it just came to my mind in a moment. Like I, did, I was not planning for this. I just did it. And then I just put it in OpenSea. I just made my store. Like I was like, okay, I, I, I just want to put it out there. I don't want to think too much about it. If people connect with it, fine. If not, I'll keep trying. I'll keep, you know, improving, yeah. whatever. But um, thanks God, yeah, it, it made people connect with it. It, uh, it started, uh, I, I remember I, I did my first TikTok. I did a TikTok, which my little sis, my little cousin. Yeah. I have a cousin in, that lives in the States. He, she was telling me like, hey, you have to get in TikTok. Everybody's in there. Like, hey, this is for kids. Like, maybe it's not for me. But I was like, okay, there's nothing to lose. So I did a video. I, I uploaded to TikTok. It was the live goes on and on. Um, I remember the first day it was like 2,000 views, 5,000. I was like, wow, like really people are engaging. Yeah. Of people commenting, well, wow, this is great. And then I remember like they, days were passing and it, it reached for a million views, a million views, two million, three million. I was like, wow, this is crazy. A lot of the attention starts coming. Xbox hired me to do a, a work and uh, it was massive you know for an artist to wow. be hired by Xbox yeah. it was like wow this is the way eh? and now I love TikTok and I upload every new video there because you know it's a way of engaging with, with young people yep. and with the young minds because you know people people are, are not stupid they, they know when something's good and if something you know connects it's gonna be viral I mean Beside the strategy or whatever algorithm, I think that the main thing is, you know, to to do something with passion and try to, you know, be yourself and share yeah. it. 
yeah. I did that and, and uh, thanks God it was um, very um, like uh, what we they were like uh, it connect it connect very 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 fast and it made people wonder about these worlds inside of world like like how do I do that yeah lots of questions like how do you do it like uh, what do you use and and I was like wow this is a a great new approach into art and I'm happy to to be yeah one of um of the first to to do this of worlds inside of worlds and it's something that I always liked from my childhood so that made me very happy because I was okay this is like my childhood dream <laughs> yes yes so I love everything about that right I mean it was to your point when I was a kid I you know I enjoyed video games and I started drawing creatures and now with the artwork you're doing and we're going to have this video on there, but guys, I'm telling you, it is unreal. It's like, yeah, four or five completely different pieces inside of one. And when you get to the, the outside of it and you just see the one piece, you're like, how the heck did all that stuff happen inside of it? So no, that's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's something that, um, that is very new for me as well. Yeah. And, uh, I was able to, to achieve that, uh, um using uh, what is called the, the vectors yeah. which is a painting that doesn't pixelate so playing with vectors if you have you know the imagination you can get deep uh deep and virtually it could be you know endless so yes. so by doing this approach and combining you know different worlds different situations which i always liked for example in every painting i like this contrast of situations yeah. For example, a happy situation with a dangerous situation, you know, happy, sad, playing with emotions. So I was, okay, this is a good, a nice approach because I can, you know, make people focus in one emotion yeah. and then change to a completely different one that nobody will guess what is it. So it is very fun to see. Uh, and, um, and yeah, a way of, Playing with this deepness, it made me also explore my own creativity. You know, yeah. like limit, like without boundaries. Yeah. So I really enjoy doing this kind of painting. I would say more than just the two D painting because yeah. this takes you know my imagination right. further. There's no limits because I just want to go there into one character. I, I yeah. go there. I go there and I create this. What's inside of him? Yeah. Uh, which which is a lot of has to do with uh, my concept of our inner world yeah. what is inside what uh, what uh, our our minds you know yeah and i believe it's also how the world how the universe work because yeah. for example you have our planet right yeah. inside our planet there we are us inside our brains there's neurons there's a lot of uh, stuff there yeah. and also there is the cells and the micro micro cells and uh, the neurons everything and if you go out you see the planets the solar system then you see the galaxy then the galaxy is is the uh, millions of galaxies there is the universe and, and there's no end to it like, yeah. literally i think the universe is like infinite and there are i'm sure that there's like millions of planets with, with life right now mm. happening uh, with different creatures like kind of Star Wars, but yeah. I think that's true that that's going on like yeah. in the universe, but we just don't know it because we're in a part of the universe that um, we live our own lives. But look at in a like in a, in a perspective of being you know 
so big that you could see every planet, there's a lot of worlds happening and they yeah. are they all happening at the same time. Right uh -huh. now, there could be, you know, a war in the in the stars or there could be, you know, like a, a giant uh, lizard going in the lake, you know. I'm yeah. sure there's that's happening, but we, we just don't know about it. I love <laughs> I it. I want my paintings just to, to express that. Yes. To express that, that everything is connected and that everything could be happening at the same time. Uh, and we are, you know, just living our lives. We're in yeah. our world, but our world is connected with something much bigger. That's so good. <laughs> so Pablo, to, to kind of bring us full circle then, tell me a little bit about or tell us what you're working on now and what we can expect to see coming up. You don't have to give all the details away, but talk a little bit about projects you're working on today. So I'm, I will keep working in Endless Bodygon project mm -hmm. because the idea of that project is to, to have lots of worlds inside the Bodygon. And so more worlds will be happening inside. Uh, of course, there'll be, there'll be, every world will be so much different. Yeah. Like all my paintings talk about something different. And I'm very excited about, uh, to tell like more stories, more mysteries in there. And what I'm thinking after is that this small table will be just like a small table in an apartment of a bigger of a bigger world, you know? Yeah. So everything that you were looking inside these little, you know, fruits or, you know, the spaghettis or the fishbowl, it's going to be just a small world into a vast universe. Wow. So I, I, I love this way of creating of a world inside of worlds, and I, I'm going to keep expanding it for now. Uh, but I'm not um, going to stop also my other kind of painting which is just 2d yeah. with uh, like the circus one because i have other worlds that are in process um so i'll be working in this too and try to to bring people to the two experiences yep. digital experience and also physical because yeah. i believe also that the physical interaction is very important yeah like being there with a, with the actual painting and interacting with it i, I believe that will never um, get out of uh, you know th that will always be important as an artist to have like real people seeing your painting and I'm talking to you and just you know playing with uh, with my work so I'll focus in the physical and digital worlds I love it well Pablo I, I want to say thank you so much for highlighting the pivotal moments in your story uh, yeah I think it's just amazing to talk about growing up, just enjoying art and taking lessons, but then taking time off and making that tough pivotal choice to completely change where you're at in architecture yeah. to go to art. Then your, your cousin saying, hey, or I think it was a cousin or maybe it was a niece that said, hey, you should try this TikTok thing out. And thank God we did that. Yeah, <laughs> life brings all of that. Yeah, it's like when you're trying to do something, life gives you, you know, the hint. It brings you people that tells you like, hey, try this. And you, 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 like, I believe that you cannot take it lightly because there's a reason what this person is telling you that, you know, you have to, okay, maybe, why not? I mean, there's not, nothing to lose. So, yeah, so my, my, my little cousin is like, okay, you have to give me a share of, of everything because I was the one that made you famous. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> I, I, good good business owner good business owner oh right yeah and, and she's like uh, nine years old <laughs> i love it i love yeah. it 
Well, Pablo, you just got to promise me that, hey, as you continue to grow, we'll have an opportunity to do this in a year, two years, three years, whatever it is. So that way we can keep going through the pivotal moments that will lead you to where you're going. Of course, Frederick. Uh, yeah, thank you for the invite. I'm happy to, you know, to share about uh, uh, about myself, about uh, how I, I learned uh, what I do, and uh, and to to share art about, uh, with people. Very, I'm glad to be here, and uh, yeah, I'm always open to to do another talk in the future. You're the man. I appreciate it.